Welcome to another episode of the Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast. This podcast was designed to let you know that you aren't the only one that took forever to get it together. So the rabbit hole that you have stumbled down will hopefully help you understand that just when you think it's over, it's only the beginning. Just because you were dealt a bad hand doesn't mean you have to keep it. Welcome to the Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Knucklehead Chronicles podcast, man. It's your man, the guru. Listen, man, it's, it's, it's been a while since I've done one of these. And um, I want to start out uh, by saying this. 2022 was a rough year. Um, and, you know, I know that we're in the 2020. I know, I know that we're into 2023, right? But there's so much... Because I haven't done one of these in so long You guys are probably wondering Terry where you been man We, we missed you You know I haven't uh, done a lot of these podcasts um, I just came back to the uh, Panel edition of this uh, A couple of Sundays ago So um, I'm like okay I, I, I want to relaunch uh, The Knucklehead Chronicles podcast This podcast will be uh, interview based, uh, not on this, in, not on this particular episode because it's just me, um, and I just want to kind of give you guys a little bit of the the rundown and the update and of things that's what been, what's been going on with me. Two thousand, like I said, two thousand twenty two was um, a uh, was a year that I could pretty much, <laughs> you know. Um, Cannot even remember. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was really bad, and I want to give I want to give encouragement to people who who had a rough twenty two, and are going going into this year with sixteen days into the into this new year, um, and it's like man, twenty three is where you at? <laughs> where, the, where the prosperity at? But before I get into all that, I just want to say uh, happy birthday to my brother. Uh, my brother Rodney, my biological brother, he is uh, forty three. No, no, he's forty four. No, he's forty four years old. <laughs> so Rodney, if you get to hear this, man, happy birthday to your brother. I love you. I just want you to know that. Okay, so getting into uh, my twenty, my two thousand and twenty two recap, man. So much stuff happened in twenty twenty two. Um, like I said again, this is just an update going into the. Uh, Newest uh, into this new year, um, I kind of wanted to put everything out there, and, and I want everybody to understand that life is, you know, shit, man. Life is hard, you know, and sometimes you get dealt a bad, you get dealt a bad hand. Sometimes you make bad choices, you know, you make bad decisions, things of that nature, and and I'm gonna get and touch it on a little bit. Of that, so if this episode was long, normally my episodes run between twenty and thirty minutes long, but this might be a little longer. But we'll get into it. We we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. So my two thousand twenty two started off well enough, right? And you know, I had a good job. I was selling cars. I was doing my thing, um, providing for the family and things of this nature. And then life happened. Um, you know, my, my my year really didn't get rough until maybe June, July. That's when it started. It started getting a little rocky, you know, in the middle of the year. 
But, you know, we maintain things of this nature. Now, those of you who are listening know that my wife is, is the most important person in my life. And um, I made some really bad uh, decisions and choices. But we'll get into that as well. But um, her father took ill, uh, I think, July, August of 2022. And um, he needed a transplant, a liver transplant. And so my wife came to me and she decided, she says, well, she says, well, honey, I'm going to go take care of my dad. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? So that, that, that basically left me, you know, a, a single father uh, with two kids and, you know, with Javante being in, in treatment right now and he's not in the home. So it was rough, right? So she leaves. Now this is in September of 2022. Um, my wife goes up to before that. My wife goes up to Wisconsin, and she's spending time with her friends, and she goes to a business conference and business nature. You know, still dealing with her her father's stuff. You know, and so September the second, 2022. I went to work. This is a Friday. I went to work like normal. Uh, my wife left that day to go to Illinois. And so, you know, she goes and I go to work. By the end of the day on September the 2nd, I was I was without a job. Uh, I was terminated uh, from my employment uh, on September the 2nd. And there's a lot of circumstances behind that. And I won't discuss those in this podcast because there's a lot of there's a lot of legalese behind the scenes. So I won't say that because I don't want to mess up anything that I got going on with that. But. I was released from my job on September the 2nd. Um, my wife, like I said, had left to go to, to you know, go up to her dad's and uh, stay with him and take care of him while he was sick. Um, getting him a liver transplant and things of this nature. So she calls me. Um, that day, I get home because they, they, they fired me before the end of the business day. So I got home a little early. She calls. And she says, what's going on, babe? I told her about, about my day. And she says, jokingly, uh, to me on the phone, she's like, you act like they got you act like they fired you or something. And I got <laughs> I got real silent. I was like, well, you know, how'd you know? <laughs> so um that's when she that's when she found out that I was terminated from my, my position. And instantly the stress. Um Filled her, filled me, um, but because she was there and I was here, I really couldn't see the stress on her face. But I can definitely hear it in her voice. So at this point, um, I was so stressed out because the termination was just a shock, and it was such a um, it was one of those things that it blindsided me. I didn't see it coming. Um, so. Uh, Having to do what I had to do, I started driving Uber on a full time basis, and you know, trying to make that dollar stretch, man. Um, trying to make sure that we ate, trying to make sure that you know um, bills were still paid. I mean, you talk about. Let me tell you something right quick: is that any of us, unless you're sitting on a stack, many of us are one or two paychecks away 
or being homeless or being on the street, you know. And we were there. We were there at the end at, at, at the end of twenty two. We were there, and you know, I, I never understood the sentiment when people say there's no romance without finance, and I really didn't understand that sentiment. Even at forty seven years old, I never, I did not understand that sentiment until this happened. And you talk about you, you talking about throwing monkey wrenches and stuff. And a fly in the ointment and all the little cliches that we use to describe that, that type of situation. That's what happened. So I'm driving Uber and I'm trying to make, you know, these ends meet. Uber has a program. If, you're, if anybody is listening is an Uber driver, if you get to a certain status with Uber, um, you're able to get, um, they call it backup money. Uh, it's, it's $150 that you can, you can take and borrow. Uber, but of course, there's there's a drawback to that, and the only drawback to it is that for the after you take the hundred fifty dollars, the next hundred fifty dollars you make, they pay that back, so it's automatic, right? You get a you get an Uber card on that, and so that is how we survived while 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 my wife was gone. Um, now my job situation didn't get any better. I mean, I, I couldn't find a job. I mean, and I, I'm in a booming, not a metropolis, but I was in a booming, you know, in a college town, different car lots and things of this nature. But um, I couldn't even find a job. I couldn't get, I got, once I got terminated, I got two leads for jobs. Once these two particular leads found out that I used to work for this particular deal, uh, dealership, um, and they found out that I got terminated, they were like nothing. They didn't want nothing else to do with me, right? The one dealership I went to, I went to a BMW dealership, and the sales manager at the BMW dealership knew the sales manager at my old dealership. They were neighbors, so I knew that was a no go. Uh, another lead that I got uh, was from a former manager at my old dealership, um, and once they found out what had happened. You know, about my termination and things of that nature. He goes to me. I'd interview with both, but neither one of them called me back. But that's neither here nor there. My wife and I, um, and now there was a period of about a month and a half, maybe two almost, that I didn't see my wife. We, we talked on the phone, we videoed and things of that nature, but excuse me, I didn't see her. Um, so, I went up, me and uh, Zariah and Terry Jr., we went up to Illinois to see her. We had it's been forever. And so that was uh, an idea of staying with her father. Um, and we were going to do that, you know. And so I went and applied to two dealerships of the brand that I sold when I was here. I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to name drop anything like that, but I, I went to two dealerships uh, in Illinois, one in one in Tinley Park and the other in Madison. Uh, the one in Tinley Park was going to you know, kind of showed a lot of interest. But because of my resume and because that old dealership was on my resume, they never called me back. You know, so my wife and I decided um, that moving in with her dad wouldn't have been the best move 
for us as a family. So we decided not to. Um, so to me and the kids and I, we came back here and uh, came back to you know came back home. And she stayed, you know, with her dad until he had his transplant surgery, and um, she saw him all the way to health. And then she came home. You know, and when she got back here, I think she came home maybe sometime early October, maybe middle of October, right before Halloween. She goes home, and I can tell that the time away from her had really done a number on her, did a number on me too. Um, and it just got really, really dicey between me and her. Um, so she, um, we got into a verbal altercation one day not an altercation but a, a verbal um, conversation and it got spirited and she said to me that she wanted a divorce this is in um, again maybe mid October late October and she said she wanted a divorce now as a man I will tell you if you love your spouse Love her for real, you know. There's, there's no, um, there's no replacement for true love. I remember, you know, in this conversation that me and her had, you know, she was very spirited, and you know, she was like, you, you know, you're not my guy. You, you know, you're not there for me. You don't do this. You don't do that. Fellas, listen, man. This podcast is going to be based on helping men, right? Because we walk out a lot of things and we, you know, we we show one way but perceive another way or people perceive us one way and we act another way. And so um, she told me all this stuff and I was just like, whatever. Well, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I tried. I mean, I, I'm, I'm doing all I can. I'm, I'm on the struggle bus too. You know, I just spent the last two and a half months without my wife. I was on the struggle bus. And so we were just in a, we was at an impasse. And she told me she wanted a divorce. And she, you know, was making plans. She um, was going to get an attorney. She had moved out of the bedroom. She, I mean, she did a lot of things. Um, and it was messy. It was it was messy. It was tough. It was a tough time for me emotionally. You know, still not not being able to get a job. Um, still trying to take care of her. Just, you know, and that was life. You know, and um, it, it was really rough emotionally. So she made a post on Facebook. You know, and because a lot of people um, was kind of questioning what was going on. And so I made a response video, not a response to her per se, but just in response to her post. And so a lot of people were like, oh, what's going on with y'all? I mean, I'm getting inboxes, things this nature. Right here, let me say this. If you have people in your circle who are not for you, cut them loose. Um, And you know how it is, you know you, when you when it's two individuals and they you know those people have individual friends and you know individual family things of this nature people people love to take sides and that is what happened 
in this case is that people took sides and you know people were upset you know on both sides of the spectrum and so some words were said from people uh, that I knew you know what I'm saying it was no I'm not sure on her side but I just know on my side there was a lot of people that had something to say um, was very negative some people um, there were some people that were negative not not in the sense of um, to just to try to destroy what we had. They're just like, you know, hey, you're my friend, you know, and I want you to be okay. It is a nature. But at any rate, my wife told me um, that I never championed for her. And that's what made a lot of things difficult for her because I didn't champion for her. Um, and so it, it just went downhill. It just went downhill. And, you know, my wife and I, even now, we, we are in a, we are in a better place. Um, she decided, you know, that she didn't want the divorce and we were going to try to work it out and ain't nothing of this nature. And so we had Thanksgiving. You know, we had family over. That was good. Um, still, as a man, still dealing with emotional stuff. I'll tell you something, fellas. I'm, I'm going to say this too. I'm going I'm, I'm to be interjecting stuff the entire time, I'm sure, but Fellas, listen, man. If you're feeling away about something, man, speak your peace. One of the things that I did, one of the mistakes that I made is that I did not speak what I felt. And it changed the way I moved. And is the you know, it changed the way I felt about things. It changed the way I moved around the house. It changed the way I did certain things, social media stuff. I kind of dropped off social media for a minute. Uh, I let the I let the panel edition of the pod, this uh, this podcast go. Gave the reins to another to one of my brothers, Kevin, and I, I, I just couldn't. And I just kind of shut down. You know, one thing that one of the things that we cannot do, fellas, is to shut down. When you're in a situation like that. You cannot shut down. Also, though, a good piece of advice for men is to take accountability for every single thing that you've done. This is what happened. It's another instance that's happened recently. Um, now, those of you that know me uh, know that back in the day, I had issues with trying to with having conversations with people inappropriately that I shouldn't have been having as a married man right so there was an instance uh, I went home to see my grandbabies this was back in what else before Christmas so it was sometime at Thanksgiving right around after Thanksgiving actually and I went I went home for a week and to see my grandbabies and my daughters and I reached out to a young lady that I had an inappropriate conversation with years ago um but you know the fact that I reached out to her um was the disrespect even though even though the young lady never reached back out to me like, that matters not right it, it's, the, it's the fact that I reached out to her and so that put the marriage back in jeopardy again right so I said that to say this is that don't keep putting your situation and your marriage or your relationship 
back in the same turmoil, right? Because a great pastor told me, Pastor Pastor Gregory Mustella uh, said to me in a group chat that we had me, my wife, uh, Apostle Michelle Mustella and Pastor Greg, uh, we had a chat, and he said to me, um, when you injure the relationship, when you make the mistake, when you make the bad choice, when you you know, jack up, when you do that, you have to make sure, as men, we have to make sure that we cultivate and fix and heal and help or help heal the injury that we created. A lot of what a lot of men do is a lot of men will, will injure something or will, will injure a relationship, will make a mess of something or make a bad choice or do something crazy and then get mad at the chick because you get mad at the female because she ain't over it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't get mad at her because she's not over it, you know. Um, and you just have to you have to take the bumps and the bruises. That's, that's real talk. When people take when, they, when people say you gotta take the bumps and the bruises, that's real. And so I had to take the bumps and the bruises, and I'm still I'm still taking the bumps and the bruises, but I can tell you that my wife and I are in such a better place now than we were before. Um, there were some issues that I had to work out doing doing more things around the house, you know, and uh, amongst other things. But what I did as a man, though, I had I really had to look in the mirror, and I had to step away from a lot of stuff, you know, social media, my podcast, this what I'm doing. I step away from it, but uh, I wanted to get back to this because there's so much that men need to know that somebody hasn't told. You know, you know, uh, some men haven't told. And I got a story to tell. And if you guys have listened to any of my podcasts in the past, if, if you heard the origin, the ten part series I did about my life and all that, if, if you understand, you understand my 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 uh, my struggle and what I've been through. So Thanksgiving, you know, like I said, we had friend, we had family over, um, and you know. Pastor Michelle or Apostle Michelle reached out to us and, and gave us their marriage um, counseling situation. Or they, they, because they're marriage counselors and they do have programs and things. And so they gifted us, they gifted me and my wife um, their marriage uh, counseling. So we've been doing that and then we kind of, and we, we got back, we've gotten back in church and we've done a lot of things together and, you know, we're just in a better place. So, Mind you, still haven't gotten a job, right? <laughs> still haven't got a job. Jobs are just so hard to come by. So my wife had a brilliant idea, and she says to me, she says, take your old employer, your last employer, off of your resume and see what happens. And so, you know, I did I did that. And um, as soon as I did that, jobs started calling. I mean, such so, you know, can you come in, do this and do that, and there were certain things I didn't want to do because I knew, I know how how my family roll. I know how what it takes to run this household. I know how much approximately a month it takes to run this household. And you know these jobs I was getting offered, was it gonna do it? Right. Um, so I finally took a job. Well, actually, I was gonna. I applied to be a police officer. Right. That's what I said. <laughs> I'll pass the police officer here in Columbia. 
And um, I had someone reach out to me that was close to me. And they said to me, well, you know, Terry, they're not going to hire you, buddy. You know, you're a little old. Uh, they're going to they gotta show calls to put you through the academy. They got to pay for that, this and that. And you're just too old and not going to do that. And so <laughs> one of the one of the interview guys uh, were, he called me up to come and take the test to be a, uh, a police officer. And I told him, I said, you know, I was told I was too old, so I want to waste you guys' time. And when I tell you, he had the he had the look of what you just say to me. <laughs> he had, I mean, it was it was one of those things where he said to me, like, um, you 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 got to be, you know, are you serious right now? He, he gave me the little boosty. He gave, he gave me that. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. Come on, man. When I tell you, he gave me that <laughs> over the phone. I was like, okay. Um, and so he convinced me to come in and take the test. I took, I went in, took the test, passed it. So he set me up for an interview um, to meet with the chief. You know, like, all right, whatever. You know, I'm not going to take this job. And so in the meantime, I had took, I had interviewed with the Missouri Department of Corrections. Um, and I took that. I took that interview as a goof. Like, anybody gonna, you know, me in a prison? Please. Um, and so I went interviewed. Uh, they offered me a job on the spot, and that's probably because the DOC need people. Um, but they offered me the job, and I was like, all right, let me jump on it. And so I accepted that position. Went through the academy. Graduated. Um, so, I am one of Missouri's Department of Corrections newest officers. Um, I am located at an institution here in uh, in Missouri, in Fulton County, as a matter of fact. And um, I'm excited about that. I'm really, really excited about that. Um, if anybody, if any of you guys follow me on Facebook, um, I have my graduation um, walk that I did, and I actually did the class speech for the graduation. So, you know. I was extremely excited. Um, my class actually nominated me to do the class speech for graduation. And so I did that. And that was one of my proudest moments. And my wife was sitting front row uh, for me. So here's what, here's, here's what I'll say is that it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Um, and we ended 22 on a good note. My wife and I, like I said, we were still kind of rocky. We, you know, but God is going to see fit for either the marriage to work out over, you know, that, that's just what I believe. I believe that God's going to do it. Um, so it's been strange. 20, 2022 was a strange year. Um, and I've been walking on this rock for 47 years, man. I've never experienced any year like I've experienced in 2022, but I, but I tell you, I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for everything that I've been through. Why? Because I know that that when this is over, this is a setup and God is, God is going to bring us through. 
the storm. So my encouragement is my encouraging word for you on this episode is that no matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, even if you cannot see the light at the end of that tunnel, please, if you are at the end of your rope, I used to be a part of a ministry back in, in North Carolina called Hang On Ministry. And their base was when you get to the end of your rope, tie a knot at the end of it and hang on. Because God's gonna He's gonna open doors, He's gonna He's gonna um bring people into your life. Situations gonna change, doors are gonna open. Things of this nature. And and God's gonna do it. You just have to you just gotta believe and hold on. Um as a man though, we still struggle. As men, we still struggle. And that is that and and that is what this podcast is gonna be about moving forward. I am gonna have guests on the show. Um uh, and counselors, pastors, everybody. I'm going to have uh, different people on this show. And I want for every man that listens to this podcast to take note, to take notes because I'm going to be dropping nuggets and dropping pearls of wisdom that some of us men need because here it is. I mean, I've been on this thing. Like I said before, I've been walking this rock 47 years, man. I've done a lot of things. I made a lot of bad choices. And if you need to recap on who, you, who you're listening to, go on back down there, down there to, to the origin series, listen to that, and then you'll get a gist of who you're talking to or who you're listening to. Um, my name is Terry. I'm a father of five. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the husband of one wife. Father of five children. Father of five, a grandfather to five grandbabies. I make mistakes. I made bad choices. I continue to make bad choices, and, make, and, and um, the goal is to shorten up those or make those bad decisions way less. Um, and so, with every single lesson that I learn, I try to limit my mistakes and bad choices. That's what this podcast is about. This podcast is about helping men eliminate the bad choices and the bad decisions. Now, this this podcast will go live. It's very random. I haven't set up a date. To where I'm be uh, uploading those, so just make sure that you keep your notifications on on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. Because whenever I upload a pla- uh, uh, an episode, it's going to send you a notification letting you know there's a new a new uh, episode. Uh, the panel edition with me, Kev E Digger, and Quinn goes live on Facebook on Sundays at Sundays at two thirty uh, p.m. Central Standard Time. If you want to watch this on video. Please go over there and check us out. Uh, if, <clears throat> if you're listening to this and you stumbled upon this by mistake, do me a favor. Pop the subscribe button. Check me out. I got a lot of things to say. I'm going to take you guys on a uh, I'm going to take you guys on a on a, um, a crazy journey, <laughs> right? Um, there's, a, there's a reason why this podcast is called the Knucklehead Chronicles. I, I, I can promise you. And we'll recap some of the origin, give you some stories, uh, I my goal. I'm gonna speak it into existence. My goal for this podcast is it's gonna be the number one storytelling podcast on your podcast platform. Your podcast platform that is. I want to be number one, close to the top, <laughs> right? Um, but I'm right now. I'm going to get out of here. I want to thank everyone who's listened to this podcast. If you like this podcast, please click subscribe. Go to the website 
at Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast at podbean.com. No, is it? Yeah. Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast at podbean.com. the email. <laughs> Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast dot podbean.com. That's the website. Knucklehead Chronicles Podcast at gmail is the email. So send me an email. Any show ideas. But thank you guys for listening. I really, really appreciate y'all. And we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. I hope I didn't fry your brain too bad. Come back through and give me another chance. You can listen on all platforms and visit us at knuckleheadchroniclespodcast.podbean.com. Until next time, in the words of the incomparable Jerry Springer, take care of yourself and each other.